Welcome back to the Yucatropolis podcast and the final episode of Baritone Month. We end Baritone Month on a cliffhanger, an unsolved mystery that is still an open question within the ukulele community. Specifically, what to do when the tuning of the baritone ukulele doesn't quite mesh with the other instruments in your ukulele ensemble. This is an open question. I look forward to hearing what your thoughts are on it. And without further ado, here is the final episode of Baritone Month. I want to also address one sort of controversy in uh, in baritone land. And this is something that I, I seriously want you guys to think about um, because I do not know the answer to this. This is sort of an open question for the ukulele community. And I would love to know, you know, what you think about this question. And that is what to do um, with the... D string. Um, the D string on the baritone is that string closest to your face as you're playing. It's the fourth string. Um, people like me like to tune it high. My dog has fleas. So that's a re-entrant baritone tuning. Other people uh, prefer to have the low D tuning. My dog has fleas. I can't even sing that low. My dog has fleas. <laughs> and um, that is really rich and nice. I see why people like the low D tuning. For the same reason people like low G tuning on the on the tenor or the concert. Um, but I find that most of the time when I'm playing baritone, I'm playing um, jazz or or sort of folkier stuff. And I find that the high D gives me a nice... Um, a nice tight voicing that I really like. I think it's pretty. And um, there have been a few, not many, but a few really key players over the years who have also um, favored this high D baritone tuning. I really took a cue from Lyle Ritz. Uh, I love his playing. I was always really inspired by Lyle. And he used this re-entrant uh, baritone tuning, which I've become very fond of as well. Uh, Benny Chong uses this tuning. Um, Byron Yasui has used this tuning. So maybe not the majority of people, but some really heavy hitters in, in the ukulele world gravitate toward this high D tuning. That part is not the controversial part of the tuning discussion. The controversial part of the tuning discussion, because whether you use high D or low D, that's just kind of personal preference. And yeah, I say save up and buy two baritones so that you have one in each. You know, that's what I always say to people uh, when they're debating high G or low G. I say, yeah, 
you know, it's it's the left hand and the right hand. You need both. Why choose? Um, the more debatable part is the fact that D is the lowest note at all. Here's what I mean. When I was arranging um, a whole series of uh, classical pieces for ukulele ensemble, uh, and this hasn't come out yet. Those of you who've been following me for a while and studying with me, you know that I've been sort of teasing this classical ukulele collection for years. And (laughs) I actually cannot say why I haven't put it out yet. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe there are a few edits there that I just couldn't get around to making and I actually don't really know why I haven't put it out actually come to think of it maybe it's this exact question that I'm stumbling around right now that's kept me from putting it out so let's solve this let's solve this question here's the question when you have an orchestra of ukuleles and and really think like an orchestra with like violins uh violas, cellos, basses, but instead of those sections, you would have soprano ukulele, uh, concert ukulele, tenor ukulele, probably with the high, with the low G, uh, and then baritone ukulele. You might even have U-bass, like bass ukulele as well. So you literally have them fanned out in that sort of familiar symphonic format. Okay, so you've got your sopranos, your concerts, your tenors, and your baritones, and now you start to arrange for that ensemble. And they're tuned in standard tuning, like GCEA. And so what keys do they want to play in? Well, they probably want to play in C quite a bit, you know, uh, and F and uh, some of the more sort of ergonomic keys for the, uh, for the standard tuned ukulele. But C really is sort of like the, the jewel in the crown, isn't it? I mean, we all gravitate to C at a certain point. Uh, for re-entrant tuned ukuleles, that's the lowest note on the ukulele. And so C ends up being this sort of focal point. It sort of has a kind of gravitation to it, and you keep coming back to the key of C when you're arranging pieces for a large ensemble like that. Here's the problem. The lowest note on the baritone is not C. It's D. It's one step shy of being low enough to give us that satisfying foundation, that satisfying um, sort of focal point. It's one step shy of being able to play the root of many of the songs that we're going to be playing. It seems like, uh, like a mismatch. And so let me give you an example. Let's see if we can if we can play this here. Now, I don't know if you can hear this. Uh, let, let me try again here. Bum, bum, bum. This is uh, by Georges Bizet. It's the Farandole. Uh, it's a pretty famous piece. And let me play it and uh, as an example here of why this is such a vexed question. Da, 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 
film, don't you think the baritone is going to want to play it's going to want to play that and yet it can't it's one note short <laughs> it wants to go down and and be the the root of the chord now it gets worse in the next section Listen to what's happening. And all the time, there's this little baritone continuo going down there on the low C. I mean, that whole time is sort of underpinned by this low C drone because that's the key that all the other ukes want to play in, but the baritone doesn't have that note. That's a problem, right? Here, listen to the very end where it's really going for it. players are going to want to play that last note and yet it's one note outside of their range oh boy (laughs) you know like i think this might be the reason i haven't released this collection of arrangements because because that one note the low c on the baritone so here are the options I, I have not uh, decided for myself, you know, which option is my favorite. I, I'm very curious to hear from you guys what you favor. What can we do? Well, uh, if you look at a conventional uh, symphony orchestra, you'll sometimes see on the bases um, uh, at the back of the section, they've got an extension, which is actually extends the the string and they can click that extension on with a little flip switch and it actually extends the string and they're able to play notes that are lower than their traditional range okay we could look at something like that that requires you know building something for the baritone to extend that string we could do something similar to that which would be to just tune that one string down that sometimes happens uh, with instruments. We call that scordatura. It's a fancy word for retuning for a specific song. So instead of playing uh, DGBE tuning, we could play CGBE tuning just for one song if we really needed that low note. You know, it's, it's like drop D tuning on the guitar. Same idea. Okay. Okay. Drop C tuning. That, that might work. It could be a little confusing, but uh, maybe that works. 
Uh, here are two other more radical options. We could tune the entire rest of the orchestra up one tone. After all, D6 tuning was once a very popular tuning in uh, Europe and also on the east coast of the United States. It's louder, it's brighter. Uh, it was favored by people like George Formby and Mason Ebreen because they could project more in the days before PA systems. Okay, we could tune everybody up, and that way everybody would be in the D tuning, and we would have the low D in place when we wanted it to be that you know sort of uh, that grounding note that we that we so often need. Okay, that's another option. Or the final option, as I see it, is instead of tuning everybody in the band up by one tone, we could tune just the baritones down by one tone. So instead of DGBE, it would be C, F, A, D. We could tune the baritone down one tone. It still sounds pretty good. And then you think, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to have to relearn how to read everything. Well, not necessarily. You would just write the parts as if they were playing in standard tuning and let the tuning do the transposition for them. This is extremely common in uh, symphonic and ensemble music. We call it transposing instruments like a saxophone, for example. Uh, you know, you. I think the trumpet is that way as well. You when you when you play what you think is a C, it actually comes out as a different note. Maybe that's the solution. Maybe we treat the baritone as a transposing instrument, and uh, then we're able to get that final grounding note that we so often need uh, without upsetting the apple cart too too much. In any case, there is a bit of a dissonance here in the ukulele world. There's a bit of a fracture that we haven't really uh, come to any consensus around. And uh, as more and more people look for larger ensemble arrangements, specifically for ukulele and specifically for uh, uh, ensembles with multiple sizes of ukulele, including baritone, we are going to encounter this problem. <laughs> I should say it's a challenge. I'm sure we can overcome this, um, but until I hear from you guys, I'm not sure I'm going to release that collection because it just, uh, I feel like I'm just going out on a limb and, and making it up, you know, like, oh, here's my rule. Let's all, uh, let's all follow the rule. I'd much rather hear from people out there who are interested in this, uh, in this, I understand very fringe, very niche topic within the ukulele world. But when we talk about baritone and we talk about tuning the baritone, we can't help but eventually stumble upon this difficulty in the ukulele world and the way that the standard tuning relates to the baritone tuning. And I'd be very curious to hear your ideas. Um, by all means, email me admin at jameshillmusic.com uh, or use the form on Utropolis. Um, I'd be very curious to hear your thoughts on this. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking an interest in the baritone. Baritone is beautiful. I hope if you haven't 
explored it yet, that you will take this as a cue to go and uh, get one, borrow one, um, get your hands on one somehow, because it will open doors for you. And I hope you'll make the most of that. Thanks for tuning in to the Euctropolis podcast. This marks the end of Baritone Month, our series of episodes devoted to our favorite big ukulele. I hope you've enjoyed these. And just to let you know, we have one more live taping. It's going to happen on the first Thursday of next month. You can join that live taping by going to euktropolis.com slash podcast. It's free to attend. It will be our last one before we take a break for the summer. So show up, bring a question, bring a friend, bring your ukulele, and I'll see you there. Until then, keep on strumming.